0: Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood.
1: And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We
0: will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family.
1: Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. All right, we got Tracy Wheat Hughes back with us and we are so excited
0: to visit with you again today, Tracy. Yes. Thanks, girls. Thanks for being Ugh. here.
1: Okay, we're talk we're gonna tackle a topic that I feel like it's related to real estate, but you might not see it this way. We're talking about alcohol.
0: Yeah. Alcohol. Alcohol in our industry is like the constant. Constant. I feel like it's every single thing that we do is revolved around alcohol. Mm -hmm. And we know so many people in the industry that either, I mean, just simply, or just fatter. I mean, it it just makes us fatter and (laughs) uh, depressed. it makes us depressed. It makes us, yeah, it it turns out it is. It makes us not be in our tip top form. We got to start, we got to get going early in the morning. We don't feel great. We're not who we need to be for our kids and it's just not
1: good for us and but why does it why does this industry revolve around well, it well and we have such a high anxiety yeah. world that we live in that people really don't We're always coping. see mm-hmm. and it sometimes it's the best thing like where I'll drink a bottle a night yeah. uh, of oh. wine, not you know vodka. <laughs> vodka, uh, but like you know, it's Straight just it's on. like you. There is like feel like there is no other way to get past that anxiety. So we have someone amazing here to talk with us about yeah. this and want to hear a little bit about your story, Tracy. Tracy. Tell us all the things, everything. though.
2: <laughs> let's see. Um, well, alcohol in real estate, at least in Texas, when I, I started my career in Austin, the title companies there. Yeah, I did not yet have a drinking problem. Hmm. Um, but the title company, is not real estate's fault. Right, I'm like right. No, that no, no, no. But, maybe. <laughs> but the title companies, there are like super fancy, like literally like the fanciest place you'll go. And they always had like events with wine. And, and that's when I first started to see the relationship with wine. I'm a wine drinker. Me I too. was a wine drinker. And real estate. Yeah. Because it was okay to be hammered. Yeah. And have red teeth. Yeah. And, you know... Because we were all talking about real estate, yeah. right? And so it was acceptable, right? You know?
1: Well, even here, I would th- think it's more beer here, but it's everywhere you go. Every downtown thing that's happening, every single party, all the barbecues, every social event, but literally after
0: hours. Every single time I think about doing a realtor event, I well, there's alcohol. I of mean, course. like, I mean it's it's a requirement. And but I mean we've we've all kind of dealt with just this little bit of a slippery slope of drinking too much. I mean you know, especially like last week, I don't know what the heck was going on last week, but it was like, it was like Christmas party week. Same. And it was like one after another, after another, after another. And it was like, at the end of the week, I'm like, I can't anymore. Like my liver literally hurts from mm. from drinking all the alcohol. And I know that you have decided to, I mean, you're sober.
2: I've been sober for 15 years now.
0: That's insane. Wow. I mean, it's not insane. It's so good. That's not the right word. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's so hard. I have so much respect for you on that because, I mean, I know you and I have talked privately on lots of times. I'm like, I just... I need to stop. I need to stop. I need a break
1: too. I need, I need to take break. like a good six month break and just yeah. stop for, and it feels impossible, mm-hmm. like, which it's not. And so like how, okay, tell us a little bit of your story. What made you decide that to we're stop drinking? Stop talking. Yeah. I want to hear from
2: you. <laughs> um, well, this should be a lifetime movie. Okay. <laughs> let's throwing uh, that out there. Okay. Or I should be on Oprah. Just kidding. Hi Oprah. <laughs> Oprah, Oprah I, wanna I hear Oprah. It. Oprah. <laughs> she's, she's going to be on your show. Well, she's one of the reasons, honestly, that I've been able to stay sober is because she introduced me to Eckhart Tolle, who wrote The Power of Now. And that, I had already been sober when I was introduced to that, but that to me is, I listened to it in my car over and over and over again in the book, The New Earth, about being present. But it's not just like breathing and all these things. It really isn't. It's a mind. It helps your mind become present and so that you're not going crazy and thinking about the past or the the future. And honestly, like everybody should do that. Also, everybody should go through the steps. Um, an AA when they turn 30 years old. I swear to God, if yes. you did, your life would be so much better. I
1: mean, I listen to a few podcasts where they talk a lot about AA and really the steps is everyone should go through they that. Should. Wow. And like just mindfulness and taking accountability of what you can control and can't control right. and all of that is the best type of therapy.
2: Yeah, because we're all human. I mean And we all fuck up. I know. And I mean, I never got a DWI, but I sure should have. Yeah. Between I drank straight for Gosh, let's see. I graduated from college when I was 25 because I was on the seven-year plan because I had to work full-time and pay for my school. um, But I didn't have a drinking problem then. Mm -hmm. I started to drink too much when I returned to Austin. I I went to college in Missoula, and then I returned to Austin. Mm -hmm. And all my friends, that's what you do there. You party. yeah, And it's so much fun. Mm -hmm. But it's also acceptable to Mm -hmm. be wasted. yeah. And for me, like now that I'm not in that world anymore— I can see it in someone and I can see like the pain in their eyes. I can see the shame and the embarrassment, mm-hmm. um, which we've all felt even if you don't have a drinking problem. Right. Oh, yeah. You know? But I mean, for me, the most grateful I could ever be is that my son has never seen me or his dad drink alcohol or, you know, being intoxicated.
1: Right, and doing something know? stupid and right. embarrassing and not being a good
2: parent. Right, because if, if you ask my niece that same question, she did see me that way. yeah, And it was three years of drinking too much which made me depressed. Right. And then which I'm prone to depression anyway, which is why I work so hard to not get myself there or I can catch myself. It's one of the reasons I actually live in Montana. But I just the truth is is that I didn't like my life. Yeah. And I found myself miserable and shameful and my dad looked at me and I'm a daddy's girl and he was like, "Baby, you got to stop drinking." And I was like, "What?" No, I don't. Yeah. When I was 32. And he was like, you're, you're better than this. And when you're in that cycle, you don't think you have a drinking problem. It's so crazy. Yeah. But it's also easier when you surround yourself with people that drink, drink all the time. Right. You know, and I don't know, I can't even explain what it was. I mean, obviously it was a God thing for me, but I went to treatment and I went there for 30 days and I was the happiest I'd ever been in my entire life. Wow. And after two weeks, I think all the alcohol gets out and your brain starts to heal. Mm. And after two weeks, I thought, I you had to line up every morning and they would give you everybody their medicine in these little cups. And they just gave, I didn't have any other medicine. They just gave me vitamins. And I yeah. literally thought there was something in the pill that was like magical. Like a happy pill? Yeah, I was like, what is in that? <laughs> and it was literally my brain healing itself. And it just, from there on, it wasn't even a question whether or not I was going to ever drink again.
0: I think it's the social, the social aspect of it. Like when I'm by myself all the time, like I'm just in work mode, I'm working and not doing any social events or anything like that. And I'm not, I'm not with my husband or anything like that. I'm perfectly fine not drinking. I think it's when you get in that social mode and it's like, if you don't drink, you know, it feels like you're depriving yourself. Like how do you, how do you deal with like everybody else is drinking, but you and I've been social events with you. You seem perfectly fine with it.
2: I wasn't for years. I didn't even leave my house for probably two years. Wow. I mean, I went to work. Right, you know? right, right. Is that, they're like a hermit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and you, but you maybe, had, pile to, of maybe you had to do that, though. Yeah, I,
2: there was no way I was too, I was terrified. Yeah. I didn't even want to leave treatment. I loved treatment. And it wasn't fancy at all. We did no yoga. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. It's probably why it worked, too, because I saw all these other people that had come back year after year to treatment, and they had no relationships their kids. They never, they miss their whole kid's childhood and you can't get that stuff back. No. That's why Jackie and I are such a good team because we know that and I'm not going to work. I mean, there'll be days like yesterday, my little boy was like, mom, I need some mommy time. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Right to so, the heart. Wow. I was like, I need, and she's like, I got it. You know, like that's why it's good to have. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. A team because then I can have that time that I need. But, um, I don't know. The, the treatment part for me is it's a wake up because you really do get to see what happens to people's lives. If they don't stop drinking,
0: I think a lot of us just operate as functioning alcoholics. Mm-hmm. No, oh. I've said
2: that my whole life. You know, if I, I'm, if I was a functioning alcoholic, I would be miserable and depressed. Yeah. I am not a functioning alcoholic. Let's just make that very clear. Yeah. yeah. I have a lot of fun though when I drink. My, <laughs> <Right>. my <laughs> brother-in-law, every single time he's kind of an asshole anyway. And he's like, hey, Trees, mm-hmm. I miss the old Treesie. And I'm like, yeah. the old Treesie would be in jail or be miserable right, right now. Guys. I think <laughs>
1: that's kind of a, um, uh, that's actually part of the problem is being a functioning alcoholic or just drinking too much and having a couple every single night. That's easy it's- to just, you know, keep going with the flow and not thinking it's a problem because, you know, you can you make yourself stop. So were you one of the people who couldn't stop once you started? I was the person
2: that every single morning woke up and said, I'm not going to drink again today. And I did every single day at five o'clock. Yeah. 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 I mean, I still worked. I still had a great job. I actually um, had a really great job, but, and I owned a house, Mm -hmm. but I was miserable. But then the truth is I started blacking out Mm -hmm. and I never did any, I'm sure I wasn't like, yeah, you weren't like going to bed, with. but I wasn't like, I didn't do anything bad.
0: no. But no, you but don't you want to crack out every night. But no, you but couldn't then, remember
2: what you did. I couldn't remember. After like two mm. glasses of wine, I can no longer yeah. remember. I really? I think that's happened. Interesting.
0: You know, the couple of times that was, I mean, I'm not sober. I don't have, I, I'm not, I haven't done that. I've tried several times and I've talked with you several times about it. And, you know, I really waffle back and forth between whether or not I really want to be completely sober or because, you know, I had gotten to the point where I was drinking so much that I- wasn't remembering what I had done and then I woke up in the morning and people were angry at me and I didn't know why and all I knew was that I was very sorry you know I and know, there's
2: told me that story and it, Yeah, it is, it's a hard
0: it's a hard hard thing i uh-huh. mean coming to your your family is just cold to you because you were absolutely horrendous and that hasn't happened in a long time for me so i feel like i'm you know tipping back and forth between i have a few every night on a regular basis. And, but it's such a calorie thing. And it's such a, like a, like you feel like you need it in, in order for you to, to relax. And it's, mm-hmm. we I have to get on the other side. I crave that, yeah. honestly.
2: Like, I like want that, <gasps> that like second where you're like, okay. Right. You know, yeah. and I crave that second. Yeah. But for me, what I figured out through many years on this journey is that alcohol blocks me from God.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. And then
2: I don't get to feel that. That's and it's beautiful. not worth it to me. It's not worth losing that. Yeah. But I didn't realize that until I stopped drinking. Okay. And then I was like, oh my gosh, like
0: there's a reason, you know? Right. You know, it does feel like I think of often as adults, how we can't remember things or how we have a hard time, like having solid thoughts or like even me stumbling right now, like you know, putting solid thoughts together and how, when we were younger, when we were teenagers, how smart we were and how we remembered everything. And we were smart as a whip and like, Oh, we're just getting old. It's just like, we're slipping, but maybe it is the alcohol. Do you think that for th- me? Yeah. Do you think that there's, is there any happy medium between, between some? Okay.
2: No. Not, not for me. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I wish I was someone who could have one glass of wine and I, I tried that many times Right. Yeah. and it never worked. Yeah. Right. So not for me, it isn't. So, and not for my husband, it isn't. The first time he yeah. drank, he blacked out. He was like 14 years old. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he, I mean, he's a true blooded alcoholic. Yeah. And he is allergic to alcohol. Yeah. Like he can't, I saw him so many times. He turned yellow. Like yeah. call me, you know, we're like 18. He's like, could you come get me? And I'd like bring him a Lunchable and some Gatorade and be like, because he was going to drink himself to death. Right. For me, it makes it to where my brain isn't strong. Right. I can't feel God. And then I get depressed. Yeah. And I'm not doing that. I'm not living like that again. Yeah.
1: So 15 years ago when you decided to get sober and you said you haven't had a drink since then, have you been, You so you were one and done. You got it done one try.
2: I was ready. Um, the look on my dad's face <laughs> and then my niece at the time was like the love of my life besides my dog Chunk, which anybody who knows me well knows that was my first child. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, all of those things weren't risk losing or like the shame you feel like I'm. Mm-hmm. it just wasn't, Worth it. I also, though, went through the steps and did what other people told me to do. So I don't yeah. want to dream.
1: So you went right to AA after going to rehab,
2: and then yep. that was... And do you, you still go to AA? I don't. Um. That's what the Power Now the book did for me. It was kind of my own AA. Okay. Because I had moved back to Montana, and I just... I went to counseling for a while until the counselor told me that I shouldn't be coming. She was like, "You have no reason to come here. You're fine. <laughs> You're um, healed." Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do. I mean, I don't mess around. If I feel depressed or anything, I mean, I I have my whole yeah like system. You yeah. Know? But I mean, there's a couple of things I've learned is you can't be grateful and mad at the same time. It's literally impossible. Yeah. Um, surround mm-hmm. yourself with people that share your energy and that are your cheerleaders. You know, yeah. I can't. But one thing I do want to say is I moved to Montana because I can't live somewhere like Austin, Texas anymore. I can't worry about what kind of car I drive. I can't worry, no. worry about how much I weigh. I can't worry about if I'm like the prettiest girl in the room. I can't worry about if I have more money than anybody else because I will get depressed. Right. And so I moved here. I went to college here, moved to Texas, was in medical sales, got my real estate license, which those two worst fields in the world to be in if you're a girl like me. <laughs> and um, there mm-hmm. and then. I moved back here because I remembered how good it felt that I could be myself. Yeah. And I do see that changing here and I can't handle it.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Can't hand, I'm
2: not going to compete no. with who has the biggest lips, the biggest eyelashes, the biggest. No. I'm not doing it. I'm going to have to move to Eastern Montana. I understand that. Um, <laughs> <it's laughs> or Red Lodge. Me, right?
0: Come on over to Red Lodge. I have a friend. Where who, people are still normal. I
1: have a friend who is a teller <laughs> in California and then was a teller here. So you can see people's bank accounts. And she said someone would come up to the teller. And you could tell how much money they had in California. Just the way they looked. Here, she's like, "You have no idea. They no. could look like the richest person in town. They have got nothing, but they come in like you know, their car hearts and flannel yep. and mud yep. all over their face." And she's like, "They've have more money than anyone when I worked I've seen." At the bank.
0: When I worked at the bank, the richest guy in our in our bank, literally, he he rolled in an '80s Dodge pickup. <laughs> and a two-tone pickup with like a ladder rack and he had jeans and and boots and flannel and a dirty old baseball cap and he needed to shave (laughs) and he was the coolest guy Mm -hmm. and I'm like I want to be like that guy and you're right like Part of the problem is that we're constantly trying to assimilate ourselves to whatever our, the vision of, of success is in our area, which unfortunately the vision of success is starting to become not so Montana.
2: I know. And that's what makes you know, me sad. Especially for women. Yeah. Cause that's why I came here. Cause I could be myself and yeah. meet other women like me that we weren't competing all the time. No,
1: And that's why you've been successful is you've been yourself through all of it. Since I've known you, you've been, yeah. you've been yourself. And you've been yeah. so beautiful and you and it shines through the inside
2: mm-hmm. and
1: it's been really fun to watch. Oh, yeah. So what you were saying before we started was that you've only been able to talk about this for the last two years, really. What, is there a change that happened or just become more comfortable know. with yourself?
2: I think probably being more comfortable and knowing that it's okay. Yeah. Also our society is, you know, it's kind of cool to be sober now. You know, yeah. It was not cool to be sober when I got sober.
1: Oh, And were you afraid of the judgment? Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: But also, the more open you are about this, are you finding out how many more people have the same story as you? Yep.
2: Yeah. I, it, and it's mainly women that'll like call me. Yeah. And they're just like devastated. And I they don't mean, know how to stop.
1: I talked to Tracy
0: after I had had, uh, you know, a ridiculous moment. Yeah. Yeah, just an absolutely ridiculous moment of just taking it too far and it was in front of my kid and, you know, the whole thing, like all the worst things that, you know, the things that make you shameful and, and, and all of it. And I texted and called Tracy and she walked me through all of it. And I really, like at that point, I was like, I'm just done. And I feel like, I mean, I have not, I mean, I'm a human, so I have not been able to stay on track with that, but it's something that I, I constantly am thinking, like, why cannot, like, can we get there? How much better my body would feel if I didn't have to constantly have that poison in you? You know, you go home and you pull that cork on that wine bottle and glug, 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 glug. glug, And you know, it's, it's just a habit. Man, I learned you were talking,
2: Colleen, oh my gosh. So I forgot that at treatment, they talked about how wine is your best friend. Yeah. Let me tell you something. If you really think about it, it's true because... You feel better. You have something to look forward to. Yeah. It's always there. It's
1: a reward at the end of the day of how hard you worked. And you're like, oh, I deserve this. Mm Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then I thought, you know, okay, well, wine is high sugar. So let's just switch to whiskey.
2: I did vodka. Straight. That was a bad idea. Bourbon
0: bourbon straight. Like I'm a Montana girl. Like Beth Dutton is my spirit (laughs) animal. Like, uh, you know, bourbon straight for sure. And I'm like, that's the diet version. Mm -hmm. Well, that version of Colleen is actually more of a shit show than the wine version. (laughs) So um, that didn't actually make it better. And it's always in our social aspect. Like I had run that the particular night that I made such an ass out of myself, I had literally run into some realtors. We were actually going to go to dinner, and we were early, so we'd run into some realtors at a brewery, catabatic in, in Livingston. And pretty sure, pretty soon, we've had like three of those really, really, you know, intense beers, like the nine, like 5. the nine point yeah. four ABU or whatever. And then we went to dinner, and then we had you know, the alcoholic drinks followed by the wine that was all paired beautifully with all the food, which I love that. I love that. But that combination of things, oh dear Lord. But it's just, it's the social thing. It's the social thing. And I understand why you would hide in your house for two years because I think that that's well, the hardest I think part.
2: I, I have social anxiety um, my whole childhood. So it mm-hmm. was my little sister. And so I think that's what alcohol did for me. Mm. Because when I was in school, I literally worked full time and went to school full time. So I yeah. didn't have time to do anything like that or the money. Right, right, we get PBR and be like, oh, my God. Yeah, well, who wants to drink that shit? I know. Uh, We made our own beer one time, though. It was actually really fun. I think Holden threw up afterwards. We did something wrong. Um, But uh, what was my point? Oh, the social part. Yeah. So having a glass of wine, you can like, or I can be social.
1: And whether you needed it or not. That became your blanket. Yep. It became what you were comfortable with. Oh, I can only be social. I can only be my best self if I'm drunk. Yep.
0: Yeah. I will say something that does help me to try to slow things down. And when I was on the wagon with you, which we, we need to revisit it. Ugh, I don't want to. The wagon
2: but, can be fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: like literally taking your LaCroix or whatever the heck you're going to drink and put it in a wine glass and like truck around with your wine glass of your, your LaCroix or whatever. Because, you, you know, honestly, the reason why we want it is because we're freaking thirsty. You know, like if we would start with water, like instead of hydrating with whiskey. I can't tell you how much times I've not... grabbed a
1: beer when I was thirsty. I know. I, it's I'm like t- constantly stupidest... telling my
0: husband that. Yeah. Like, you're just thirsty. Go drink some freaking water instead of hydrating with beer. And, you know, that's the thing. It's like at my house, you know, that I mean, my husband definitely still, still drinks. So to not drink with him... It's kind of a lonely, mm-hmm. lonely I'm place. I'm in that
2: area. Yeah. And, and Jackie, my business partner and best friend, she doesn't really drink that much either. Right. That's really nice. So, and that's the other reason I can be social because she goes with me. Right. Right. You know. Yep. And so that's different.
1: Right. It is different. It's so because and you guys are such a duo that you it's easy to like rely on each other. Mm-hmm. If one of you feels uncomfortable, the other one can pick yep. up the slack a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And she's so outgoing and great in yes. any
0: situation. Yes. That, that, mm-hmm. yeah. She'll open conversations and you can you yep. can truck in thick. So do you have a beverage that you like go to when everybody else is drinking? I'm always
2: drinking LaCroix.
0: Always drinking LaCroix. Yeah.
1: yeah. So being a realtor and in our industry, like we were talking about to start, how it's a part of every thing that we do when we are doing realtor stuff. Do you feel uncomfortable telling people or do you not bring it up or how do you I manage usually, that?
2: I usually don't bring it up. Yeah. Um, most
1: people probably wouldn't even
2: notice. No, because most people only remember what they're doing. When right. When think about it.
1: Like I remember when you first told me you didn't drink. And you'd worked at Small Dog with me forever. And I didn't know until like a year ago when we went out for sushi. It was the first time I knew. I and- also
2: don't want other people to feel like they're not okay because I, I'm i an alcoholic. Like I am an alcoholic. Like people that drink too much, they, it could be because they're depressed then and they don't drink again. Like if you can quit for a while, I don't think that you're an alcoholic. You're not, you're at least not like me. Like I could not stop drinking. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a day that went by that... I didn't drink for like three years straight. Yeah. And I yeah. tried every single one of those days. So yeah. it's different. I think we do cope. Like one of the things I've learned, even mm-hmm. that I still do is I want to get myself out of how I feel right now. And so I'll have like a triple latte. Right. You know, instead of like just having a latte. Right. right. Yeah. I'd right. A triple latte. Yeah. Right. Extra I took good. I too much magnesium. I hurt my back and I went to stay with Jackie's parents in Michigan. And so I, my doctor said, well, take magnesium because- It'll help you relax your muscles, you know? Oh, shoot! And so I took too much of it and I threw up the next day. Like I, yeah. I take too much of stuff. Like, right. that's just what I do. So <laughs> right, it, it's right. like, it's either
0: none or <laughs> right. all of it. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people deal with all sorts of substances, food, you know, alcohol. Yep. And, it, and you know, I think that that's what I keep j- just struggling back and forth because I can go. I can easily go 30 days without alcohol. Oh, yeah, I could not. Yeah, I, no. I mean, and that's what I was asking Tracy about it because... You know, I'm like, I'm okay. Do you think like do you think I'm an alcoholic? She says, "No, you're not an alcoholic." And I'm like, "Well, but I drink it every day." But she's like, "But you can stop." And it's like, "Yeah, I can." But then I'm
1: like, "I don't want to." Well,
0: it's but not isn't fun to also isn't drinking. the
1: whole point of <laughs> uh, calling yourself an alcoholic is only you can really decide that? Yeah. Isn't that kind of how it or I think family and friends can. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's a
2: list. There I guess people
1: this. can. Only, okay, yeah, tell me, well, tell me. so my
2: past at the time, one of my dad's friends was his name was Pastor Don, and he had just gotten sober, and I loved him. Yeah, and I'll never forget him being like, "What does your life look like without alcohol?" And I was like, "Well, that's a dumb question." Yeah. I'm never gonna stop drinking. So why would I even think I like I was like I couldn't even imagine what my life would look like without drinking. Yeah. Which right. is it's number not even one. <laughs> like you might be an alcoholic if, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um <laughs> truly. <laughs> okay, then put me on the list. Like
1: I go on vacation. <laughs> 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 what do you do? You drink. You drink. Well, like, that's
2: what I'm telling you, the holidays, yeah. vacations. That's yeah. why we're so active. Like when we go on a family vacation, we're not sitting around a pool. We're like right. backpacking in the Hawaiian mountains. Like right. we're doing we're doing stuff like that because we can't just sit around sit. a pool i don't what do you do
0: right well yeah like when we go to we go to hawaii every february and it's like we sit on the beach and drink like yeah. that's that's what we do and so
2: that's I, what you're supposed to do on I, it's like i don't know well, wanna...
1: there's other ways to make well, know, but i mean <laughs> yes.
2: in the holidays you're supposed to drink. right you know like it's that's so part
1: of our society that yeah. that's what we yeah. think is Which, and yeah. I, well,
2: the, honestly those times aren't as fun as they used to be yeah. it's just that's the truth of it but yeah. i have to balance out do i want to you know, ruin my kid's childhood or do I, the, the other really good point is what I tell people when they ask me about drinking is mm-hmm. I'm able now to say, you know what? I'm not going to ruin tomorrow. Right. My life. I love my life so much. I'm not willing to sacrifice one day of it. Right. And if I drink, I'm going to feel like shit tomorrow. Right. And so, but I used to not be able to say that. I didn't care. Right. So now I've, I've created this simple little life. I live in a two hundred thousand dollars house and living in Livingston, Montana. And
1: just so yeah. people know, if you didn't hear our last episode, she's crashing in real estate. She could easily oh, buy a four million dollar home if oh, she wanted yeah, to. Easy. So she's living simple, yeah. 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 Well, if we keep but that's it simple, what you want
2: because I don't want to compete with anybody. No, the only person I compete with is myself. That's perfect. But I, we all go there. Like I see someone that's skinnier than me, or like all those things, and I get so depressed. You guys. like, mean yeah. I have to get myself out of it. Right. Like, I'm not Constant doing this comparison. today. It's not, this is not healthy, right? you know, and I don't know why we do that to ourselves.
1: I don't get it mm-hmm. either. Like the one upper, like I love our house. We have a great house, but just, I'm similar. Like we have our mortgages, almost nothing. And we bought it for almost nothing. And I love our house, but I'm constantly like, oh, well, I right. could, I could. I, my friend has that type of house. Mm-hmm. I, know, could, I could afford that type of house. In this industry. But it, that's not going to make me happy. No, it'll make me happy for a month or two, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be sustainable happiness. That's. Yeah. In this industry,
0: there feels like there's always an expectation. I I remember asking my coach, Carl, about it because I'm like, aren't I supposed to do something else? Like I look at other people's houses that are in our industry and I'm like, my house doesn't look like that. My house Mm -hmm. is just a house. It's just a house. Like it's, you know. Q2 or whatever, you know, you know, whatever it is, a quality two or quality three, like it's not granite countertops and nobody's, and there's no butler, you know, like it's just a house. And you get to the point where you're like, am I supposed to do that? And you feel like you're going to the next level because you I know. have to. Right. And I think you're being more true to yourself and being like, I love my house. I love where mm-hmm. I live. I love my life. And, you know, I think it's, and I, I think I, it's fantastic. It's really
1: great that alcohol has also made your, open up your view to sh- Show you what's important when you drink too, and I can feel myself when I drink too much. Is that's when I also get in the depression, mm-hmm. the cycle of oh, I need more. And we've talked about even with our success in real estate, how you're like oh, I should have felt a certain way reaching this right. goal I wanted to reach. Mm-hmm. Now that I made this much money and done these many deals, I should I should feel like I have wings sprouting out of me. Yeah, but I don't. And then you know? so then you right, but mm-hmm. then you're like oh, I'm still me. I still make the same mistakes, and I'm still you know piece of shit. Is that and the alcohol? That, right. I, that's yeah. like seriously. Is the alcohol like, not allowing alcohol? me to? View my life, how great it is. As a kid,
0: you would have been joyous and and you would have yes. like like had the euphoria, right? And it feels like the the euphoria is the piece that we're missing.
2: That's what we all want.
0: Yeah. And so when you think about like I'm doing and we're all doing our 2022 business planning, and it's like, what things do you want out of life? Well, what things have I never accomplished? Well, I've never accomplished the level of being in shape that I wanted to accomplish. Well, that's because of alcohol. I know that there's a, a God aspect that's missing out of my life, and I can't seem to get like around all of that. And I know that those two things would both be better if I wasn't drinking and, and I would feel better and I'd be less, I mean, I would be more productive.
1: And what you kept saying, the word euphoria,
0: mm-hmm.
1: when you drink, you're like, feel like you're going to get that euphoria. Like the first time you did get a little I bit know. of a buzz, but it never feels that way. Oh Instead, you're just yep. making, you feel like no. shit when I, like, I don't enjoy drinking anymore. You know, I think that like it, it doesn't feel good. I anymore. thought like, I maybe talked to, I got
2: there, I, talked. I, just, I would sit there and go, okay, I'm going to wait for it to feel better. And like, cause I like my mind, I was literally probably going crazy. Yeah. You know, because I drank so much every night. Right. And well, and on the weekends it was at noon. Let's be clear. right. Right. Like yeah. it wasn't like well, a, or an 10, angel. we start with <laughs> we
0: start with mimosas. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But like you and I were chatting about, you know, for me, it's not that, I mean, I can get up and get going in the morning, but it's the I can even go to sleep, but it's the middle of the night Ugh. when you're and you told me this. You're Gross. like when you're when your liver starts processing. Typically the red wine, which we all love, purple teeth, every night going to bed, your liver starts processing that and then it gives you a high and it wakes you up and then you can't go to sleep. And that's when I do my panic middle of the night Rolodex, look for something to freak out about. Mm -hmm. And I'll lay there. It's almost dependable, 2 a.m. till about 5.30. Like I cannot sleep when I drink red wine.
2: Clinically, like if you look at what's going on is your brain is using all the serotonin It has. Right. And so you are literally not, you don't have enough serotonin to be happy, which is last on the list, guys. Yeah. Your body's trying to clean itself out. Your body's trying to not go into fight or flight. Right. Like there's all these things that are happening and you don't have enough serotonin in your body or dopamine to be happy. So right. how could you be happy? Yeah, Not you specifically. I'm just saying when you yeah. drink too much, that's what's happening No, I brain. think it is.
0: I think it's me too. Because like when I'm going through my Rolodex, all the things like I'm looking
2: for something to panic and be unhappy about. That's like, why I'm you need not, to read The Power Now though. That even had yeah. nothing to do with alcohol. Like this book for me, it just taught me how to be like, you know what? Right now, right now, I'm sitting here right now. Everything is fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. I have why to tell myself that out? so many times why? a day.
1: Yeah. So many times, I say, My life is great. Yeah. Like, i like going through, like, I'll have one teeny, you know, inspection notice that's not resolved. And that's all. But I'm like, everything is fine. I, we're still within our timeframes. <laughs> like, I've done everything I can possibly do. Enjoy right, right now. Mm-hmm. I am surrounded by my husband, or even right, just right, right, right now. Mm-hmm. I'm surrounded by these two amazing women having a beautiful conversation that I think might be the most powerful podcast we've had yet. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, so right now, You're, just enjoy all, this. We're
2: all fine right now. Like, yeah, I literally got chills. Me too. We're all like, I have chills right okay, down same. my back. Yeah, yeah. You
0: no, know, everything is everything is fine, but we constantly live in this state of fight or flight, and just like what you're saying, and I think that's the part that's missing. And is it triggered by the alcohol that we drank last night? You know, like that's real. Mm-hmm. That's real. And I mean, there are times I literally feel dumb. Oh like, my God, like, all the time. You know, but like that's when my, your brain's
1: not working, yes. like you know your brain's no, not working. I'm saying, oh my God, because yes, that's what I think all yeah. the time. Like my negative self-talk is not that I'm fat and ugly, but that I'm so stupid. Like, like oh my why God, can't, you're so uh, dumb. Like, how could you be any more I, stupid? Like, why, this was think a Think about mistake. how crazy that is. I know, right? And like, I know I'm an articulate, intelligent human being when I take a step back, but that's my negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. And it's constant, it's all day long. All day so long. Like after I get all off the phone long. with somebody and it actually was a good conversation, I'm like, God, could you be any more of an idiot? Why'd you say that
2: Mine's weight yeah, is what mine, all day long, Really, all day long, yeah. all day long like probably 1,000 times. I yeah. cannot, I
0: I will not get on the scale anymore. I am so done with the fucking scale. Mm-hmm. I am so done with it. I'm going to take care of my body the very best way that I am capable of doing it. And whatever the result is, is the result. There's and a, that's just where I'm at. There's
1: a really done. good, uh, I can't remember if I think it's on Amazon Prime, but it's called Physical. And... All it is is her negative self-talk and it's oh, her negative self-talk. That is me out. But what, it did, but what it does <laughs> is it shows you how much negative self-talk you have. yeah. And how like, I would never say to either of you guys that you're dumb, no. but I'll say that to myself. Mm-hmm. Right. I'd never say that to one of my friends, but no. the f- way we can talk to our on our own brains. If I said one thing to somebody I cared about the way I just talked to myself, I wouldn't have anyone in my life. I
0: think the weight thing is because... Like, Tracy, you're absolutely beautiful. Yes, you, know, you've you been, have a gorgeous you've been body, drink, gorgeous drink, face. Been, you stunning. haven't drank in, in 15 years. But, you know, for me, it's like knowing that there is weight to lose, knowing that a, a very simple fix for that would be to stop the alcohol. Like, why can't, like the weight loss would make me happy but I'm going to hang on to this alcohol thing because it's my crutch. You know, it's like, why can't we put those two things together and be like, make a decision what do you want more? Mm -hmm. And we, I continue to keep making the wrong decision over and over and over again. And, you know, here we are, we're walking into Christmas. The in-laws are coming over. I, you know, (laughs) my mother-in-law literally gave me a wine bottle. Uh, She came over for Thanksgiving. She brought me like six bottles of wine, which is great. But I was literally at the, on that day being like, you know, you've had enough you know, it's time to turn up. So she brought me a bottle of six bottles of wine. And one of them was in a bag that says wine goes in wisdom comes out. And I thought, cause there's been lots of holidays that this girl drank way too much. And she said too many things, you know? And so I was like, is that a sarcasm?" I I think it was very, very well intended. I don't, I I think it was just a cute bag she thought. Sure. But it hit me. I'm like, you know, I'm actually not better with copious amounts of wine in my system me telling everybody where they fucked everything up because that's what comes out because you know when you when you do when you when you look at the other people that are in your lives that are in our lives their version of happiness is different than yours right and being the leaders that we are it's very hard not to look at other people and see how they could do things differently and be more successful and make more money it's ingrained in us to see those things and when i drink those things come out and
1: it's not very nice do you have so, triggers now that make you want to drink or are you?
2: I don't want to drink. I don't ever great. want to feel that way again. How long did,
1: how long after you stopped drinking that you stopped wanting to? Like when? Weeks.
2: Really? I walked into treatment and, and you really, I want the those lady, happy pills. Well, the lady said to me, she goes, <laughs> honey, in two weeks, because I just couldn't even lift my head. I was just like, just done, you yeah. know? And she was like, in two weeks, you're going to feel like a whole different person. And it was two weeks. And it was two weeks. And I literally was like, it was like everything, like it was like, it's a chemical thing. Like yeah. my brain was healing. Right. You know, and so that's why when people say, oh, they, they need to be ready to go to rehab. Well, when, when people are doing hardcore drugs now, like it terrifies me yeah. of my kid, like even being in oh, The fentanyl situation. Yeah, but yeah. They, they need to go somewhere so that they, their brain can heal so they can make good decisions. Right. You know, I don't know. I can't, I can't imagine my life, what it would have been like if I would have continued to drink.
0: Yeah. What do you think, Alicia?
1: I'm so inspired. And just like, I have like this different feeling over my whole entire body right now. So I'm definitely drinking too much. And just hearing your story and how open you are, I think it's going to be a really amazing inspiration for a lot of people. And even if it's not drinking, whatever it is, something toxic that they want to cut out of their lives, I'm just kind of inspired and in awe
2: right now. I know. Well, thanks girls. I wouldn't have done it if it wouldn't have been you guys who asked me. (laughs) Oh, well,
0: you know, I just think, it's it's not a holier than thou kind of thing. Like I'm better than you because I'm not drinking or or anything like that. It's like, Just, like choose story. Choose what your happiness is. Mm-hmm. I'm 37 years old. Like like I've done all those years of drinking. Like we've done plenty. I've had plenty in my life. <laughs> you know. Like what do you want the next you know remainder of your life to look like? And that's a decision. I mean, that's a decision. And like I said before, the only goal that I really haven't achieved is taking excellent care of my body. Mm-hmm. I haven't.
2: Well, there's a there's a something that I've learned since I've been sober is there's like two selves. There's the essence of yourself, which I believe is your soul. Yeah, And then there's this self, the the negative talk, the just insanity, like yeah. just all the time talking, talking, talking. And so when that is too much, drinking or not, we have to just pay attention to the essence. Because I do think we're all the same. That essence is all the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. We just want to feel peaceful. And that's what we're looking for. Right. And that's why you drink feel peace. Yeah. Like you think that's going to bring the peace, but it clearly it, doesn't. Because it did work for a while. Right. We wouldn't do it. You right. Know, like that breath I was talking about, like, I just want that. <gasps> when I'm stressed out at work, I just like crave that feeling. It's not the alcohol. It's that feeling of like, okay, just everything calms down. But all of us have been in fight or flight for years. Yeah. Just because of Yes. Being moms, but also what we do for a living. Yes.
1: It's been constant fight or flight. Yep. And I'm really slow right now and I'm loving every second of it. (laughs) I didn't realize every time my phone dinged, I really did have this like, like this crazy fight or flight, the second every, and now my phone dings with something I can handle. And I've almost taken like two and a half months of, I'm still getting the deals done, but I'm not trying to get any new deals right now. Right. And it's been, I didn't realize what a break I needed. Mm I had been just sprinting for so long and And my body. Yeah. Yeah. And my body went like kinda of big down, like it was like almost depressed when I kind of when things weren't going a million miles an hour and now I feel like I'm starting to get an equilibrium where I can breathe again and yeah, that fight or flight isn't just constantly there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I think it's time to go buy something else from the grocery store
0: other than wine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know. They have non alcoholic wine. <laughs> fill fill your cup with something else, you know? Just to give it a try you know, all of our livers are a little bit tired after you know even just thanksgiving and all the freaking holiday parties that we've been to with the copious amounts of food yeah. and alcohol i just think i just think it's something worth considering and for your mental health and for, yeah, even for just your just body a short health. break yeah yeah, yeah. start Let with your a short brain break heal.
2: like literally yeah. have a, a conversation with the essence of yourself yeah you're like i want to feel so good tomorrow let's just not do this tonight.
1: Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Oh, you're welcome. I can't tell you what it meant to me. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us today.
0: Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate.